Welcome to Fly Cool Shit, the show where Jeff Petro and Mark Pollard talk about aerobatics, unique airplanes, aviation news, and so much more. Hey pilot, you're cleared to enter the box. Smoke on. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Fly Cool Shit. I'm Mark. And I'm Jeff. And thanks for Yeah, you are. Yeah, thanks for joining. <laughs> thanks for, thanks joining. for being here. So I have just, a confession. We're, happy to to, we're happy to be here. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, I like confession. Big confession. All right. I started I started working out. <gasps> what? Yeah, I'm uh Pet- I'm on a two Petro day going shrink. healthy, dude. Okay. Yeah, but I did have some Twizzlers tonight, but um, I'm on a two day workout streak. <laughs> okay. I had some cheese candy. <laughs> oh my God. I just go off the van wagon. Um, but no, I, I did the, uh, the Peloton, the Peloton class. Nice dude. Yeah. And I love like, you know, these instructors, they, they really make you feel good about yourself. They're like, keep going. You got this. You, you do you, you need yourself. You're worth it. Dude. Isn't it crazy? Like it seems so cheesy, but like it kind of does work. Yeah. And then I'm like, my heart, I wore my Apple watch and I'm, I'm not making this up. My heart rate was 180 <laughs> and, <laughs> and whatever the girls, you know, Cheryl, the Peloton instructor is going like, come on, you got this. Shut up, Cheryl. <laughs> Slow down. <laughs> You're killing me. <laughs> yeah. Um, Are you going to try to get yeah. hard in the winter and then kind of see what it gives you? Like back when, when the flying season starts? You know, it just goes back to the, it really makes a difference when I'm in shape with the seatbelts fitting. That's the biggest yeah. thing. And like, there's nothing worse than being a little over, well, being heavier than you're used to and the seatbelts just not fitting right. Cause then you're not comfortable, you know? I'm actually kind of glad you brought this up. Like, uh, for those of you listening before we got on, like some of these podcasts, we, we have kind of a, we, we, beforehand talk about a couple topics we're like hey let's talk about this hey let's talk about that especially with an interview when we got we have a guest on to interview we'll we'll, uh spitball questions beforehand and do a little bit of prep not too much because we want it to be organic but this time we're like you know okay we're going to talk about x y and z and we'll and we'll get into the x and the y and the z here (laughs) pretty soon um but one thing I i forgot to talk about or one thing that i forgot that i wanted to bring up was uh um getting old and how your body feels and like I've been going, I've had like all these events. So I'm 39. I turned 40 in 2022. Yeah. And like last night I went out to dinner with some friends. I had over the course of three and a half hours, two and a half glasses of wine. Not, not an insane amount, like not, not a rager by any stretch. I mean, I drove home. I was totally fine. I breathalyzed before I even drove the car. Like it was like nothing. Um, I got, I got up this morning feeling like hammered dog shit. The day's I felt the day terrible. is wasted. The day is wasted. wasted. Dude, off of two and a half glasses of wine. Like pathetic. See, this is what I'm talking about. Like, you get those asshole workout freaks that are like, oh, you just gotta self-motivate and like this and that. And if I could self-motivate the way I negative self-motivate, I would be like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like if I wake up I know. at a hangover, I've already convinced myself that the day is over and you know. A shot and like that's you know total psychological and i'm great at that but you asked me to do yeah, something positive like take care of my body 
I can think of at least 30 different excuses of why I can't do that right now. <laughs> I literally, I go like, I go like, well, you know what? It's just easier to not do it than it is to do it. So here we are. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, dude, like I, there all these things, like I've been, the weather's been bad here, so I haven't uh, ridden my road bike. It's actually probably been over a month just between work and, and catching like my days off. Will, it'll be raining. And then as soon as I go back to work, it's like beautiful and sunny. It's like story yeah. of my life. But um, I've been trying to hit the Peloton a little bit and I've been noticing things like that more, dude. Like, like I cannot, I cannot hang with like the drinking like I used to. And I don't, I was never like a heavy, heavy drinker, but no, um, I mean, I was in the military. I could put, I could put it down and hold my own, you know, yeah. um, but dude, awesome I can't, bad. I can't, yeah, I, I can't even get close to that anymore. And it's, it shows dude, like a couple glasses of wine and, and I'm, I lose a day. Whereas yeah. like if I had, dude, if I drink a bottle, I'd lose a week, you know? Oh my God. But it's, all this I, stuff, like, I can't when eat I like I used hard, to. Dude, when I drink hard, I wake up still drunk the next day. Yeah. You know, one yeah. time I had, a, I had, a, um, we had, you know, we had some like, uh, we had like a, uh, a couple of friends come over and we were trying to, um, um, set up my sister-in-law with, with our friend's brother and, you know, it, it ended up being like a great time. And it was on a Sunday too. And I had to, you know, I had to work, um, I was being a barista on Monday, you know, slinging lattes and, oh, yeah, um, slinging, slinging them PSLs. Yeah, it was pumpkin. That's right. It was pumpkin spice season. And we were having such a good time. Like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, I'm still young at heart. Like, I'll, I'm just going to, you know, I want to party tonight and I'll be, I'll just make it through. No big deal. I'll drink like a bottle of water before I go to bed and a couple, you know, pills. I got up and I was still like, not like drunk, but like, I'm like, oh my God. And I'm on the machine and I'm like, in my head, like, I'm still drunk right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's rough. Everybody's dude. getting on their lot on their drinks. <laughs> and, dude. I, man, I remember like the Frappuccino craze and I know it's big still, but like, I remember everybody ordering those things. They're like a thousand calories. Dude, to make a Frappuccino, yeah, to make a Frappuccino, you got to put it like, it's like a half a cup of this, um, blended mix that's, you know, it was flavored vanilla, chocolate, whatever have you. And it's just, it's basically a cup of sugar is what it is. Um, but yeah, I've been just drinking coffee, you know. Well, and like, it, dude, it's crazy how, oh man, I used to be able to like eat what I wanted, but I was active enough to keep up with my metabolism. And now I notice I'm noticing that shift where I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to like really work out and yeah. eat healthy just to kind of not gain weight. And I, I've been thinking about this a lot with regard to flying because I have to eat, eat dude, every yeah, pound. Exactly. Every pound like has to, I'm not saying every pound like is a degradation in performance uh, of the, of the flight, but your personal performance, like being able to get out of your huh. way, your oh. own way, you know? Oh man, yeah. dude, I, I, especially I, like, I don't know. We'll get into some aviation stuff eventually, but like, I gotta tell you, so where the barista machine is at the one store, it's right by the, we have like these barn doors, like that the uh, girls bring all the uh, plates of food out uh, from the kitchen to the tables. And, um, our food's really good. It really is. Um, but we make this one thing. I can't wait to come and eat some. Yeah. So we make a a breakfast quesadilla with like eggs and cheese and chipotle. It's incredible. And these things are just coming out like wildfire while I'm just staring at them covered in coffee grind, you know, making a, a matcha latte for Karen with 
almond milk <laughs> and coconut milk or something. <laughs> um, I got a half calf yeah, uh, PSL for Mercedes. What Mercedes, is the half got your just, half calf. Just get, just get half the amount of caffeine at that point and drink a bottle See, of water. I don't know. Why do you need half calf? I'll go a me. step further. And I think, de- I think decaf is for terrorists. That's, I, I think, think if you want to find out who's ISIS, yeah, they're ordering decaf coffee. What are you um, doing? We had this one barista working for us and uh, he had a shirt that said death before decaf. <laughs> Hell yeah. I like that. <laughs> it was awesome. But it's just, I might like, have to find that, you know, I'll, I don't want to confess to some of the things I do, but like, um, <laughs> decaf, I just, and it tastes like shit. Like you can't find one. Has have you ever heard one psychopath say, you know what? I drink decaf because of the taste. You know, I like it no. the way it tastes better no. than coffee. And I'll tell you what, like, I'm not a big dark roast fan because dark, if it's not done right, it's just burnt to shit. Like Pete's coffee. They just, yeah. they just burn it to shit. It tastes smoky and ashy. Like S- Starbucks dark roast too. It's, it's super burnt. And every decaf I've ever seen is just, it's burnt to a crisp to get rid of that. Like parents bring these like 12 year old kids in and they won't let them get a regular coffee, but then they'll leave the store and the kid will be drinking like a monster energy drink or a (laughs) Coca-Cola and like the kid can't get a regular latte. Like, no, I need a decaf latte, but you know, here's your monster energy drink, Kyle. (laughs) No, no coffee, Timmy. It's unhealthy. Where's my PSL Frappuccino? Yeah. Extra cinnamon, please. Yeah, I need cinnamon and a little bit of just a, just a little bit of syrup on the top. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just, I'm gonna treat myself. Uh, anyway, so what were you saying? What were you talking about seatbelts? Oh, and being fat. Just uh, like it. Just, what you it's said kind of reminded me of that. It's, oh my god, <laughs> dude, we have seatbelts. So you've been on airline flights. Like the seatbelts, they they go out pretty far. You can extend yeah. them pretty far and we oh, yeah. are required to, to have fight five extenders on the airplane. And we've had people request two extenders before. No. Like, Damn dude. Yeah. One, they bought one seat. I they actually, one seat? uh, no, I think everybody pretty much buys two seats at that point. I don't, we yeah, haven't had an I issue mean, where somebody bought one seat and then like, yeah, you got it. I feel bad at that point too. But like, how do you, I don't know. That sucks. I feel bad. Dude. Can you imagine if hooker made a seat by the center? That would be a great prank. Yeah. Oh, that would be so funny. Gave it away, but April Fools. That's perfect for Hooker. That is that is a, that's a good one. Yeah, because like yeah. NG or uh, extra does like the NG on floats. Hooker yeah. should just like Photoshop an extender for a five point. Yeah, for, for all you heavy folks. <laughs> for all you heavy folks. Yeah, man. Oh man. God, speaking of harness, I gotta get my. I gotta have my uh, my hookers put in. I got a fresh fresh pair that is just sitting there. Yeah, I got to get new ones too. Mine are, are getting a little raunchy. Um, I want to get, they, Can they I have. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. I, I, I was just going to say, I, <laughs> Jinx. Dude, my <laughs> girls say like Jinx one, two, three. They, they have some like long saying like back in my day when I was a youngin, it was just like Jinx. But yeah. now they have some, <laughs> some saying. Um, but remember back like, in the day on the bus where you took the lighter and you put the imprint of the lighter on the seat. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Kids oh, yeah. don't even know. Oh yeah. No, Kids are like, know. I don't know don't about use it. that later. It's not environmentally safe. <laughs> can you, can I just download the app? <laughs> Is there an app where's, to burn a lighter mark in the seat? <laughs> where's the lighter app? Yeah. Oh, um, God. yeah. Was this I, leather dude, on your I, seat? Was this animal killed fairly? 
<laughs> anyway, sorry. I have a question oh, before oh. you. I have a question for you before we actually get into to fly and talk. We've so you know we're in group text with Mache, and he's obviously a big watch guy. Um, I love watches, but I'm not. I'm not into watches like he's into watches. Like I'm a car guy, but I like. I mean, I love Bugattis, but I I don't like drive Bugattis. Yeah. He and names own his watches. Personal name for each watch. That doesn't surprise me. I wonder if they're guy yeah. or girl names. We'll have to ask him. But I was yeah. curious. Are you not into watches? Um, I can appreciate. I can appreciate the ones that are like a million dollars. To me, like that is. I'm just gonna say it. It's the biggest waste of fucking money that I've ever seen in my life. Oh, um, yeah. But like, I can appreciate um, watches that have purpose and history to it. Almost like so. Like, I have a. Uh, Breitling Aerospace, and it was given to me for. Oh, my you do graduation. have a Breitling. Yeah, I have an, uh, oh, sweet. a white Aerospace. Yeah, and that's the only kind of fancy watch that I have. Um, but for Dude, that's me, a nice watch. Oh, I love it. Uh, but I don't wear yeah, it a man. lot because I'm just I'm always like not, I'm not walking into stuff, you know. But I'm constantly brushing up against stuff, and I really yeah don't take it for granted. I don't want to scratch it up. Um, so I really only wear it like once in a while at dinner, but then at that point it's like, like, I don't really look at my watch. I'm so used to not looking at my wrist for the time, you know? Um, yeah. So oh, I never look I at my watch ask, for the time. <laughs> yeah. But I asked for, um, for Christmas from my, my sister-in-law again, that's a double mention tonight. Um, she asked me what I wanted and I sent her a link. It was like a hundred bucks or something like that. I asked for the black straps for the Breitling watch. Hell Yeah. The rubber straps. So, um, dude, I just did. I'm I just sent you the picture. Um, I put my B one, my Breitling B one, on a uh, blue, uh, pro diver rubber strap, and I freaking love. How do you it. like the rubber strap? I Is love it. Like it soft? Dude. Nice. It's pretty soft. It's super comfortable. Um, the watch is normally on a stainless strap, so I have a um, yeah, I have a a, a Breitling B one, and then I have a, a Chrono Avenger um M one, which I love, which is titanium. Um, similar, well, it's like it's more? it's way thicker than the aerosuit, huh? Why would you need more? See, like oh. I feel like that's perfect. Two nice watches, like one for here, change it up a little bit because you have to get dressed up, you know, for where I just show up in a hoodie. Like I'm not gonna, I don't need, you know what I mean? I wear, I love these watches. Like my B1 has a bunch of scratches on it. I get it polished every now and again, but like I wear my watches. I, I yeah, that's why I could never own like a fifty thousand dollar watch. I, I just I couldn't do it. I couldn't yeah. do it. But I've, I've, I've like been in the market for another watch to, um, cause I, um, got awarded upgrade at the airline. Ooh, so I'm like, congratulations. I'm buy a nice watch. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna buy, when did that buy a, a, I got the, the, the quote, I'm using air quotes, the bid award, um, last month, I think last month Ooh. or the month before I think it was last month. Um, nice. and then I'll go to training in February. That's awesome. But yeah. Yeah. Sick. But yeah, I, 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 I like watches I, and I, but I, whatever I buy, which, you know, maybe some people be like, which is certainly, it's all relative. Like, you know, the B1, when I bought it was like, I don't know, 5,000 bucks. That's, that's a lot. A, that's yeah. A fucking shit ton of money for a watch. Um, and it's also different then, like life circumstances. Like if I was single and I, I don't know, I still oh. wouldn't buy that kind of, I'd buy a car, I'd buy a car or like a, or condo in Florida or, or something else. Well, you're yeah. smarter with money. That's that's a good thing. <laughs> all these watch I, I like watches. Like, we're buying it and we're making money on them. They're twice the value. Like, all right, easy, easy does it there, Carl. Yeah, I, I, I still think it's a bad, it's bad to speculate. Like, 
you, you should never buy watches for their investment. I think it's stupid. I mean, I buy watches <clears throat> like I had car friends, like I was way into cars and racing and stuff like that. And Ooh. I remember they, like these guys would just have these cars. They'd, they'd wipe them with diapers and then they put them in the garage. They put 12 miles a year that. on them. I'm like, I, I dude, I, I bought my car to drive. Like I, I daily drove my track cars all the time. Uh, it's the same thing with watches. Like I'll buy an expensive watch, but I'm going to wear it. And if it gets dings and uh, especially like my B one dude, it's like, it's like war stories of, you know, yeah. it's life, which is super cheesy, but like, I love it. Like I can look at that watch and be like, Oh, I dude, I wore this watch changing the oil on the extra or, you know, flying the B 17. Yeah. And I'm like, that's fucking cool. I love that. Yeah. And you can pass it down. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. But, you got to um, wear your yeah, airspace more, dude. And, and definitely that's get that rubber strap on there. That way you don't well, scratch the I'm bracelet. Do. I'm not a super metal strap guy. I'm not a, yeah, I'm not a metal strap guy. So once the rubber strap, I'm going to wear it more, I think. Cause it's a nice, it's, it's yeah. the uh, limited one. It's so it's got a white face on it and you know, it's cool. I like it. That's going to look good like on a strap. I was looking at getting yeah. another one and it was like, it was all blacked out. It was like a night edition, but it, it was like seven grand. I was like, Gee, fuck that shit. Do it. Do it. Yeah, I don't wear it enough. That's the thing. Got to we'll I start wearing it every day. I'm going to order that watch. We I found a knockoff Richard Mille I sent to you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely going to wear it. <laughs> Definitely order that. But actually Just um trigger massage. Um breaking news. I Dude, I thought of the best. It's a shame that we have such an amazing title belt award for nationals cuz I thought of an even better award. And I hate Ooh. to throw out ideas, but we have to find a place for this one. So while okay. I was looking for fake, while I was looking for fake Richard Miles watches, um, yeah, you know they had all these other fake Rolexes and everything, and they had these like really gaudy diamond encrusted like Rolexes and that. So I figured we can get a fake diamond, like a blinged out watt gold watch with diamonds on it and everything, and give that to like the four minute free winner at nationals. Cause you know, I love they give that a watch idea. away at, um, at worlds and then we yeah. can just give away because it's so obnoxious that you would wear it. And then like, it would get so much stuff cause it's like, Oh, that's obviously the guy who won the four minute free. Cause who else would wear a ridiculous watch like that? <laughs> <laughs> I love that idea. Yeah. So I don't know. So funny. It's like 50 bucks. I got cheap at the moment, but I'll probably order it this week. Oh <laughs> yeah. I like that idea. Do you ever speak uh, about like being cheap? Do you ever look at the, you ever break down the depreciation and the hourly costs of uh, like an overhead and all that stuff of owning an airplane? Because I did one time years ago. Thank God I already forgot what it costs, but like I don't because I feel like I would want to sell my airplane if I did that. I'm I'm telling you, if I did that, I would sell. Yeah, I really would. I really would. <laughs> I'm in it's I'm ridiculous. in such a mood lately where, where like I'm really I mean I. I think about aerobatics all the time and I love it and I love the extra and I love extras and I love aerobatic airplanes. And obviously we have a podcast, so we love it. Yeah. But I'm, I'm in a point right now, especially dude, we're going to get into this and I don't want to, this is not the segue. I want to continue to talk about what we're talking about, but like the exploder right now is a, <sighs> not let us down. it's a hallmark example of what drives me nuts about this sport. It literally yeah. is like, if you want to, if you want to see what drives you nuts about the sport or people nuts about the sport, just, just read the exploder this week. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like if I combine with that and I'm like, Oh, all the drama with, you know, with clickies and contests and 
just shit like that, man. I'm like, if I, dude, if I calculated what this fucking airplane burns, you know, what, what size hole it burns in my wallet. Not, not that I, not to say I, I just spend with reckless abandon on it and don't care. I mean, no, it's what it is. It's like every time I close the canopy and start the engine, it costs X, Y, and Z. If I did that, I, I probably wouldn't fly it. It just would take all the fun out of it. Yeah, totally. You just got to drink. It would take. It. Uh, actually, I'll, I'll correct it. It would take the last bit of fun out of it because <laughs> everything <laughs> else right now is not that fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I, I'm ready to talk about the exploder. Um, well, let's, I, let's get into it. Oh my God. We should call it a terrorist because exploder terrorist. And it like just went off this week. It went off the rails this week. Did, did you think we'd be talking about the explode? First of all, did you think about that? We'd be talking about the exploder and did you think we'd be talking about nationals and the fall board meeting and the fallout of that again? No. I thought, I thought we, I thought it was going to just simmer. Like, you know, when you have a fire and, and it's just those ambers, I thought it was at the amber point, but somebody walked up yeah. to it and just threw a gallon of gasoline on it. <laughs> threw a fucking tanker truck on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. And, there's um, been, it's, it's been really, it's been more engagement on the exploder than I think I've seen since I've joined the exploder. Yeah. Um, you know what? I, you know, and I was reading. You can go on to explore and read the comments yourself. We'll, we'll kind of breeze through it a little bit. But you know what I find really funny huh. is, um, so there's obviously a divide. There's a divide. There's people that are um, a clear divide. Yeah, there's people that agree with the nationals' decision of disqualifying um, said competitors and and letting it stand. And then there are people that disagree with that. So there's people that want the DQs to be upheld, and there's people that want the board's decision to um, overturn the DQs and, and reinstate the competitors' scores. Um, yeah. But what I find really funny as I was reading the comments of all the slinging around is that the people that are anti-board decision, so the people that were against the board's decision to over, overrule the jury, none of those people have ever said, <laughs> they can't say one nice thing about what the IAC has done since Jim has taken president. Like they're basically like, there's not, they can't admit to at least one nice thing or good thing that's happened in the IAC. It's just like, oh, basically the IAC has been a burning building since Jim Burke is sticking over. Well, and that's <laughs> and the thing like, is like, I feel like there's, I feel like there's obviously it is, there's clear sides and, and, and lines drawn, right? But I feel like within those lines, there's like three camps. There's there's the, there's there. It's like a try a tripod or, a, a you know, a three way pie slice of problems going on. Like you have the one slice. The third is people that agree with the decision. And that that's kind of like where it ends. Like, hey, we you know, the board, we, we agree with what the board did. Uh, we agree that those those things that happened were egregious. Um we're glad that they were overturned and uh, let's move on. And then there's the, there's obviously the, the other, the second third is we disagree with that. And then there's the third third of we hate Jim Burke. Oh, and those them. two are, are combined, right? Yeah. Like there's nobody that is pro decision. That's like, Hey, I agree with the decision, but like ever since Jim took over, this has been a nightmare. It's, it's yeah. all people that disagree with the decision also disagree with Jim personally. And, and you can at least me reading it. 
Um, and I'm going to stay impartial. And I'll, I'll say off the bat, I agree with the decisions, but I fully understand the arguments to why somebody would disagree. You know, There's I, no I understand for everybody. No, this is not, this was not going to please everybody. Obviously, it wasn't an easy decision. You can look at how the board voted. You know, um, it was it was split by one vote. You know what but I mean? Like even, it wasn't you know a what? unanimous decision. But here's the thing that bugs me is when people contradict themselves. So you had, and I'm not picking on, I, I don't mean to pick on people and I hope this is just what I'm seeing. So you have people that disagree with the board's decision to overturn the DQ and read say, so people were basically saying like the jury made a decision. It should be final. Um, it's ridiculous that Gullian brought this um, action in front of the board and blah, blah, blah. But then you have those same people who said in an e- said in an email on the Exploder that you know um, it's ridiculous that you know people weren't al- allowed in the boardroom and you know Jim brought up a parliamentarian whatever that is there and it's yeah, like well yeah. on one hand you want rules to be rules and then here's a guy who brings in who follows the board's direction that you know I don't even know if outside people can come in and he's bringing in somebody to make it very business and, and rule following so it's like you want rules. But then you want it to be really lackadaisical on another hand. Like you got to be either, you know, black and white or, or, or gray. Like you can't be black and white when it's, when it appeases you and then be gray when, when it appeases you as well. Like it's, it's either you're, you're pregnant or you're not, you know? I I Um, actually thought that was interesting because reading Debbie's response, um, um, and I say lengthy, I don't mean that it was like too long, but she wrote a, you know, she wrote a, um, um, a, a detailed response to, to what's going on and, and kind of address it towards, uh, Jim and the way I inferred and er, guys, this is the thing, you know, we're not in person. Nobody is, uh, in terms of this discussion, right? We're all inferring and trying to read between the lines and trying to pick up tone through an email, right? Through, through text. And it just doesn't translate very well. Uh, so this is just how I, I kind of took her email. Um, and I won't say whether I agreed with it or disagreed with it, but it really did seem like the tone she was setting for the email was that what she, what, what Jim did in the meeting was egregious by, by way of bringing the parliamentarian in to, to, um, you know, to keep the meeting moving along. I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, I, yeah. I could be wrong on that. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm taking that wrong, but it seemed like, yeah there's several people that, that disagree with the format of that. And, I, and I'd like to kind of challenge her on why, cause she didn't really go into much detail or justification as to why just more that it was not done before. And it's and like, okay. Um, the the only thing, which not the only thing, but what's, what's comical at this point is, you know, like Tony Wood is, I love Tony's awesome. And, you know, for him to DQ somebody, in his eyes, like you got to, he, he's going to give everybody the benefit of the doubt. And with 7.2, um, doing the split us and, um, him de- and that not sticking, like that's what everybody should be fighting about at this point right now. Like that, if anything was going to be DQ'd and if a DQ should be upheld, that's the one. And I, I don't, I'm not trying to be a dick or, or, yeah. or me, but like, it is what it is. Like out of all those DQs, like that was, the, that was, I don't know. I wasn't there. I don't know if it was unsafe, but from what people are saying, like that's the only thing that, you know, directed itself towards a question of safety. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And like, that's not even being spoken about right now. And like, well, and it's frustrating. And you know, you Tony, look at, you Tony look at, wouldn't do anything crazy like that. Like, 
he's an awesome no. dude. And like for him to do it, like you, you got to know like that something serious must have happened. Cause he's not gonna, he's not, he, he's just not like that. No. And, and you know, I love Tony and I love Julia. I love, I love the woods, man. That, um, yeah. They're, they're great people. Oh, they're awesome. Um, I think what I, I think, I think my biggest problem throughout all this is like, right. We, ha- we have this common theme and it seems like there's a lack of an inability to be, to, to be dynamic on, on a subject within the IAC. And this, this really, sh- I mean, this exploder issue really defined how people who think black and white or want the issues to be black and white are the ones that have made the policies. They're the ones that have been around the longest. They think black and white and therefore the policies instituted uh, into the IAC rulebook are black and white. And what I mean by that is, you know, we had nationals happen, right? And we had some incidents happen. The panel jury, all they did was follow the rules. I don't blame them at all, but they didn't have any recourse other than what the rule book said. The rule book specified an, a DQ. So they, their hands were tied they're, they're, They were just following their own guidelines, right? Now the merits on whether those guidelines should be adjusted can be argued, but they were adjusted at the fall board meeting, which is great. It allows for a little bit more thinking, a little bit more, um, uh, input for the situation to then issue a punishment. Then we, we fast that same fall board meeting. We, we rule, or I say we, the board ruled on these issues, these DQs as one vote. So you had AJ's vote and Brit's two votes or, or I'm mean, uh, AJ's DQ and, and both of Brit's DQs tied into one board vote. Why weren't those split into three votes? Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause you could have voted on AJ separately from Brit. Brit would have been able to recuse herself from her own votes. You wouldn't have this drama. So it just seems like this common theme is that we're, we need to, we need to kind of add some, some nuance and, and yeah. language to these rules and to the, the way of thinking and the way we govern as a, um, as a board of directors. That's just my opinion. But I think I think that would have helped a lot of these issues because what people do, this is all rumor mill shit, right? Like the people that are anti are getting the they're getting their info from other people that are against the vote, against the decisions, against the policies that that Jim has um, abided by or or is instituted or or has a certain, you know, it's like the game of telephone. There's just a lot of like rumors, and you can read it in there. There's people that that just really like. This is bullshit. Rabble, rabble, rabble. Like blah, 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 blah. Jim responds and they're like, oh, thanks. I didn't know that. Well, it's like, well, fuck, man. Like, so you just sit there and and steam and stew over these rumors that turn out to not really kind of be the case. It's a problem. It's a real problem. This, yeah. this is honestly, I'm more worried about the IAC after this exploder thing than I've ever been uh, since I've paid attention to the IAC. Um, I don't know. I. I don't want to say I like it because like I don't want anybody I don't like seeing people being this bent out of shape over something that should be that they're passionate about like aerobatics. But this, you know, do you think it's safe to say that like this needed to happen? Like, do you think that I think that um, maybe it's been stirring? You know, there's obviously been a divide, but it's an obvious divide now. And maybe yeah. this needed to happen to get people. I mean, never in the history of the IAC, well, the Facebook didn't exist, but the communication right now within members and board and everything has never been this active ever. 
which yeah. is great. And it's a little, it's, li- it's a, li- it's a little bit out of fever pitch too, because you kind of notice like with the aerobatic pilots page with fly cool shit, I mean, fly cool shit was referenced on the exploder, uh, because Jim was on it discussing this. Right. Um, yeah. and I'll, I'll, I said it, I, I respond. This is the only time I, I emailed the exploder during this, this whole issue was to kind of respond about how, um, just to, just to put a little bit uh, of uh, perspective on that episode and to defend the episode a little bit. Cause you know, the, one of the, one of the guys on there, it was kind of accusing of being, you know, one narrative it is, it is, it's, it's his side. Um, but he's the president. So I actually thought mm-hmm. he was really impartial, um, or at least as impartial as he could be, um, on the episode. I, th- I thought it was a good episode and I thought it was an informative episode. I'm happy to have somebody who is informed that disagrees with what happened on the podcast. I mean, I, I, I think you would be too, um, in yeah. the interest of keeping things fair, but it, it, I don't, you know, one thing I'm not seeing in terms of like the theme here with all this is I'm not seeing a lot of fact driven evidence to support. Well, it doesn't seem to be their... proactive. What do you mean? You know what I mean? Meaning like there's an issue, but it's instead of the, um, instead of the energy being like, um, all right guys, like we have a, we have a real problem. Like let's work together and come to some type of middle ground. Like, because I'm, I'm not happy. There's a lot of members that agree with me. Um, I know there's a lot of members that disagree with me, but we got to work together on this because we want the IAC to be one, not two different sides. Yeah. Instead, it's like, this is ridiculous. You can't do it's like, okay, like you disagree, but like where, where you disagree, but what, what do you really want? What can we really um, likely achieve together on this? Obviously, we're not going to, I'm not going to, you know, one side is just not going to say like, all right, you win. Like, no, that's not going to happen. You have to find a middle ground or, or accept the fate that like, if, if the board's decision of overturning the DQs through the jury is legal and justified within the, what is it, the PNP or the, or the board, you know, bylaws, then if they could do that, then they could do that. It's written in that language, just like the jury can DQ yeah. somebody for that. Like, so, and I, I'm not a, lawyer and and want to read through a hundred pages of bylaws but like you know they should be working together obviously there's people that don't like each other but you know you got to get through that because you're representing a um you know a whole region of people that might like Jim. Yeah. you know it's not just your personal well, and I'll, I'll feeling, tell you and that's what it feels like no, I'll, I'll say this too no nobody's winning here you know th- this is not how aj wanted to get put on the team this is not how Brit wanted to uh, be placed in nationals. And I'll tell you, like, I, I, I mean, I spoke to her like she was really upset about being about bumping Craig out of third. You know, she yeah. did not want that. In fact, she there was a motion made to not to tie the scores so it wouldn't bump him. And the same people that are against all these board decisions voted no to not allow that to happen. So there is, you know. This it bugs me, man, because, you know, we you and I talk to a lot of people about this and we've been talking to a lot of people on both sides of the coin. Um, but it really is. It's a little disingenuous when the people that are against what happened at the fall board meeting, even people on the board that voted no, they, they conveniently leave out the part that they themselves voted to stop some of these things that would have been less detrimental to certain people. Yeah. 
Like, why would you, why would you vote not to tie the scores so Craig wouldn't get bumped? So now, yeah. you know, you have you have somebody who's you have people that are quitting their their volunteer positions within the ISC, um, rescinding their memberships. They're pissed off, and it's like for what? Like, why do we do that? Yeah. You know, that, so it's that kind of stuff where I'm like, man, you guys are all against this stuff, but yet when it comes down to like easing the blow a little bit and voting on some of this stuff, you guys vote against it. It's so it's so ass backwards to me. Um, and one thing I actually want to um, proposition you with a question. Um, ooh, I was going to do the same thing to you. Ooh, who, who, ooh, what should we do first? You My go. question You're on your a question. You're on a fucking big okay. time roll here. I want to talk about the dawn. Okay. Oh. I want to talk about the dawn. I want to ask you do, do, so one thing. One thing I know or I've noticed um, through these emails on the Exploder, there's not a lot of talk about Mike Goulian's involvement in that fall board meeting. My question to you is, do you agree with his involvement? And do you feel, do you feel like, uh, how do I want to say this? That this situation was big enough for, for quote unquote, I'm using air quotes again, higher power to intervene and try and try to, um, put maybe push aside. I am not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying be biased. I'm saying to really try to think about bigger picture stuff here and, and illustrate like, Hey, here's, here's what's going on. Here's the lay of the land. Here's why I think we should do X, Y, and Z. Um, do you think that was really needed at that fall board meeting? Cause I, I do. And I'm wondering how much influence Goulian had on the, on the decisions. I don't, you know, I don't think he had any more influence than any other uh, board member. Um, because you know, people are going to, his we, vote. He certainly didn't his, as a vote. Yeah, he, yeah. 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 So like, um, but if, and Jim references too, you know, having Mike as our EAA liaison, you couldn't, you know, ask for a better person because there's somebody, you know, Mike is, uh, he's extremely professional. He, he's, he knows how to, you know, the EAA is a machine. I mean, that's a tremendous company. So he, he can represent the IC really well and, and gracefully. And, um, you know, and he knows aerobatics and he, and, um, and he's around kids, you know, he's around the young generation and, you know, we got to look down the road. I don't want to get all preachy, but like, you know, we can't, we're not going to, I don't want to say better DIC because I think it's great. Um, maybe it's, it's a little fucked up right now, but um, it's still a great organization. And we have to look five, 10 years down the road on, on, on growing it uh, long-term and, and getting that new generation in and, and, and what they want. And I think he knows what they want. You know, he's, he's just around a lot of people yeah. and he, and he knows the industry, but um. Well, I guess that's like, that's the, I guess that's kind of the, the core of my question is like, do we, I guess it, I guess it's, it would be fair to say that there was bigger picture stuff, uh, going on to necessitate his involvement to try not to try to change, to force people or to influence people in a, in a negative way, but maybe to you know, win the hearts and minds uh, of the board to say, Hey, this is what we have going on. This is the bigger picture stuff. This is, we're looking beyond, we're, we're kind of looking at, at 
you know, nationals was a, was a microcosm. We're kind of looking at the macro problem of, of membership retention and, um, and growth. Yeah. Uh, is this the message that we want to send? You know, and I'm wondering if, if, it, if he felt a, a need in that regard to, to kind of step in, or if he was just like, Hey, you know what? I'm just going to go to that fall board meeting. And, um, you know, I want to, I want to be involved, you know, if it was just simply that. Um, well, he had an opportunity, um, to, to do, um, to put a, a resolution. I, I believe he called it a resolution in front of the board with the, with, uh, the DQs, but you know, I, I was saying it like 10 minutes ago, like a lot of these, I don't mean, don't take this the wrong way if you're listening, but a lot of the directors, you know, it's very, they're treating it very personal and yeah, it would, it would be really great. And I think it would better the IAC um, for them to be more focused and communicative um, with their members instead of the other directors, meaning how hard is it to get all of your regional membership on an email chain, email them and say, Hey, national, well, in so many words, say it a little nicer, but nationals was a shit show this year. What, even if you don't go to nationals, what, what do you think makes a good nationals or what would make you go to like, ask the questions and, and feel the answers. Cause how are you going to know yeah. you're, if you're, if you're at the hangar, just talking hangar talk, you know, you're not going to stand there with a pen and paper. So you, you're going to remember half the shit if you're lucky. So like, yeah. I just, like, have you ever received an email? Like, Hey, you know, what would make you go to a contest or like, Hey, like, what do you think nationals needs or is missing? You know? And there's some, yeah, that really, outreach thing would be really interesting to do. Right. Cause like how are the directors yeah. going to know? So basically like we vote these people in and it's basically their choice. Like there's, there's no, none that I'm aware of. Um, I could be wrong, but like, I'm not talking about hanger talk and like being on a cell with your friend who happens to be a member. I'm talking about like a legit, you know, a questionnaire or some type of form of, of gathering, you know, a focus group of information and asking the membership, what do you want? What do you want to see changed? What do you want to see better? What don't you like all these things? And then, you know, you can, we can change things because like if I got director, which I wasn't voted because nobody likes me. (laughs) um, I voted for you. you. I love you. Like if you, if you got director, you would go in there and you would get rid of gliders. But how do you know that your membership doesn't like gliders? (laughs) You don't. Oh, gliders. I mean, luckily I think everybody would be happy. But that's just an that's just an example, you know. I agree. I agree. Gliders <laughs> and then some sort of uh, forced s- snow cone consumption, totally would would have to happen. Um, I want to um <laughs> tomorrow. I want to work on. I want to reach out to to Mike, and um, I want to. I'd love to see if he'd be willing to come back on the podcast because we still have to do part two with air racing. But I'd really love. I think his perspective and take on the fall board meeting. I think would be really interesting. And I know the listeners out there that, that disagree with these decisions are going to say, well, you're bringing on another person who was for the decisions made. I'm, I'm fully aware of that guys, if you want to, if you want to reach out to us, shoot us an email, shoot Jeff and I our message on Facebook. Yeah. If you guys want to come on to kind of support and argue the other side um, and give a different perspective, I'm all for it. Um, but I, I just think, um, I think it would be really nice to hear what Michael Goulian has to say on the matter and, and why he, you know, why he kind of stepped in and, 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 you know, and I was kind of shocked with the exploder, the emails, because, um, you know, when we had Jim on, 
we had to think of a nickname for for Jim Burke. Um, by the way, um, but yeah. he was saying that the board meeting was was uh, run really well. Um, and then and an email came across, and and it was the complete opposite that the board meeting wasn't run well. So yeah, and and it really does seem to be like, you know, it was, it was it's really frustrating, dude, because you you hear certain things and then you hear something else and you're like not that you it's not that I don't trust what people are saying but it's like how could your perception of the events be so far off the person sitting next to you that's what I don't understand it's yeah. like you guys were both there you both witnessed it and yet it might you might as well be describing two different meetings how does that happen yeah it's it's then, you know, kind of frustrating what was funny too, and I'm actually, I really applaud Jim for responding back on a uh, a non IAC um, communications platform, um, because I, I if too. it were me, if it were me, I wouldn't have responded on the Acro Exploder. But you know, that's really, I give him a lot of credit for doing that, and ex, you know, I not exposing too. himself, but like, you know, and and answering questions right away instead of letting people be like, oh, he's too scared to answer, because that's what they would say. But you know, they're picking on the guy and 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 everything like that. And slinging all this shit. And then Jim says something like, Oh, you, somebody's got to expand their inner circle because it, you know, basically your comments via email are just, they seem very biased. And, and, and I, I don't think you're hearing all the facts. And then everybody else is like, You can't say that. And it's like, like for the past hour, people are sending all these emails, ripping this guy apart. He says, You got to expand your inner circle. And they're, now they're pissed at that. <laughs> I was like, Yeah. Oh my God. And like, I'll, I'll tell you just, what, like, they hate him. They hate him. And that's a strong. I tell word. you what, it's I agree with what he said. If you can't find anybody that thinks differently than you, you're in an echo chamber. You need do to you expand that, your inner circle. Do you think that um, any of the people that wrote an email or posted on the Acro Exploder um, that that I'll just say, was just say that just don't like Jim because that's it's clearly yes. it's clear that they don't the, like the, Jim. Do you think that you, you, we, it's it's clear. Yeah. Do you think that they can say one nice thing about what he's done for the IAC? Or do you think they, they no. won't even do that? No. You have the, let's, I'm, I'm just going to lay it out there and I'll, I'll just say it. You have the Robert Armstrong crowd and you have the Jim Burke crowd. And we're, we, we, you and I both fall into a camp, right? Right. So our bias, I'm not throwing, I'm not throwing stones at anybody. Like I'll, I'll, I'll Drop names. Aaron McCartan and I disagree on this issue. I love Aaron and I love listening to his perspective. And he brings up lots of good points as to why he disagrees with it. And that's why I say, like, I really do see both sides of it. I really understand both sides of this. Yeah. But you can see in the in the exploder, the Robert Armstrong crowd and the Jim Burke crowd. That's really what this boils down to. Everybody that liked Robert Armstrong does not like Jim Burke is going to disagree with everything he does. And this is such this is such a um, <laughs> such a snapshot of how we handle politics in this country and a whole other bunch of shit that we shouldn't get into because we're a flying podcast. But it's like, you know, I liked Robert Armstrong. I hate Jim Burke. Therefore, I hate this decision. And I promise you, this is this. There's going to be another situation while Jim is president that is going to positively influence or affect the the side that is that feels like they're being wronged right now. And they aren't going to say shit. They are not going to speak up to punish themselves. They're going to take the, they're going to take the win. And then, you know, the side now that, that got their way at the fall board meeting is going to throw a fit 
It's just how it is. It's how it's always been. But now yeah. we have this public arena um, where people are, you know, they're getting a lot of info. We receive a lot of info. We talk to a lot of people. We talk on a podcast. There's Facebook groups. There's the Exploder. And then it seems to be like this exponential um, need for information. Like people are emailing the Exploder wanting more information. You got to be more transparent. It's like, dude, the, 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 the fall board meeting minutes are on the pay on the website. Like what there hasn't ever been anything more issued at a meeting. What more do you guys want? Like, there's already a lot of info, but like, I don't know what more can be done to, um, to temper. I I mean, I, I just don't know. Not the biggest thing, but one of the things that, so an argument that was anti, um, whatever, um, trying to think it's such a pain in the ass to explain which side I'm talking about every time. Um, the yeah. people that didn't like the decision the board made, um, yeah. you know, they're, they have a, a great point. Like what happens if at a contest or, or a nationals again, somebody does the same exact thing. Right. And the, the changes from what I understand is the rule book is going to give the jury more, uh, um, of a widespread, um, I guess, uh, a little more leeway, like, like more, more options. To, yeah, to, to penalize the competitor instead of just a straight DQ. Yeah. And I hope that that gets fixed before 22. And, you know. That was voted on. That was approved. Yeah. So that's a good thing. I just. That's a great thing. I, it just sucks. Yeah. It just, it sucks to see people saying all this stuff, but like, it's good to let it get out. It's like therapy, right? Like they got to say it. You can't just keep holding this in. And I, and there's nothing wrong with disagreeing with somebody and. And, and really, but it just seems like a lot of the stuff has been bottled away for a while, at least since Jim yeah. won the presidency or even honestly, it almost started when he started running for president. Um, yeah. Because I remember an email um, that Debbie Rin uh, wrote um, on the Exploder, I believe, or something. And it was because Jim was running a campaign and he was, list, you know, he was call it a campaign, but yeah, you're running for IAC. It's not like a, a Senate yeah, seat, yeah. but you know, he was running yeah. a campaign on Facebook and you know, he was saying the things that he didn't like with the IAC that had been going on and that what he was going to do to change, which is typically what a candidate does when they're, you know, trying to promote themselves, you know, and, and it sucks having a friend of yours or somebody like that being called out on shit. Um, and I remember an email going across and it was like really nasty to Jim. And, um, so I think that ever since then, it's just like, it, I've seen it divide. It's been subtle, but now it's like fucking full blown. It's in our face now. I mean, yeah, and it's this, good. this was clear. And it's in a good, it's got to come out. It can't because the longer it stays in the worse, it will be in the end. So I hope it all gets hashed out. I hope people tell people to their faces. They hate their guts. If that's how they've been feeling for three years. And then maybe they can move forward and work on their relationship or just not be friends anymore and know where each other stands instead of just smiling at an awards dinner. Like you like each other. Yeah. Like I hate that. I well, and that, that, that backstabby nature is, yeah, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. It is. Like, if you but don't I mean, like I think, somebody, don't you know, like them. And at the end of the day here, like, I really, like, whether you think Jim has your best interest in mind is, is, um, I mean, I guess that's, that's for you to decide or not. Right. But do you, I, I don't, I really don't think he's in the, uh, he's not a bad person. He's not a bad guy. I don't think he's nefarious. I don't think he went into this thing thinking he's going to, you know, come in and fuck a bunch of shit up. Right. I mean, that's not really why people get into this. Um, and I don't think 
you know, this is not how AJ wanted it to go in terms of, of having him be the, the talk of drama. I know this is not how Britt wanted any of this to go. You know, at the end of the day, I, I really think we should, you know, yeah. maybe take a step back and realize it again. You know, the, the, another thing we, I'm going to tie into this fun. is that we got to make the, the well, whole sport more fun. It's become way did too. You find, I, I found yeah, this interesting, terrible. dude. I, I found this really interesting. One of the other common themes in the Exploder was people were taking offense to the fact that we were calling it fun and this is a hobby. Did you notice that? Several people were like, stop calling this a hobby. Stop calling this just for fun. You know, this is how this stuff falls apart. And like, hey, okay, you know, certainly have an argument. But look, dude, this is you pay. If you pay to do something, it's for fun. Yeah. Why else are you doing it? That's I will argue that. Till the day I die. If you pay to do it, it ain't a job. You're not a professional. It's a hobby. Okay. So let, let's not get it twisted. There's people that are in the yeah. IAC that do aerobatics professionally. When you go to a regional contest, you are a hobbyist. You don't put this on your resume. Hobby. I'm a professional aerobatic competition pilot. <laughs> let's face no, it. No, and if you do, you're a real loser. <laughs> Oh my God. And then those people, and you had those people on email listing their, like their, um, Oh, I almost wanted to throw up in my mouth. Dude. I sent so many people like the GIF of like smashing a computer. I sent it to so many people. I, I just, I couldn't believe the cringe worthy stuff. People qualifying their opinions by like listing their, their accomplishments and, I, and, I and achievements. And here, here are my accomplishments. And my, my word means something. like, fuck off. God, I was a cares? regional contest director. Here's my exact opinion and expert yeah. testimony. All right, man. So I know. Yeah. Like, okay. Good for you. Yeah. Clyde. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, I, I mean, and it hasn't stopped. I mean, when did this start? Did this start Monday? I don't know, but I've just been like eating Monday popcorn or and watching it. I just want to see some real like, strong. Just like let it let it out, man. Let's call them out. Call them out how it is. Yeah. You know? Hey. And like you know, I'd rather see that and just as you said, that that like smile at the banquet uh, and then like you know, that. stab them in the back when they turn around. I'd rather see just call somebody a fucking asshole. Right? Yeah. You know, it, obviously it's not to their face, it's through email, but it's like, you know what? It's gonna let somebody know exactly where they stand and um if that's how you feel about, I mean, but then again, it's like, oh my God, guys, again, it's a hobby for all of you listening that, that argued and got so offended when people said that this is, this is a fun sport for, for hobby, not to take it too seriously. I'm telling <laughs> yeah. you, it's a fucking hobby. It's a yeah, hobby. You're the problem. The fact that you're, you're offended. The <laughs> about, yes. The fact that you're offended at that is why you need to be reminded that this is a goddamn hobby. So chill yeah. the fuck out. And like, People, if you hate somebody in this sport, dude, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. How do you yeah. hate somebody? Nobody else in other hobbies has blood red mad disdain for other people. You think people go to, you know, like they go to like a tennis, like an amateur tennis or golf match. And, and they go like, to a banquet together. I, yeah. They go to, they on the, on the green, they walk by and, the, and you know, you whisper to your buddies, I fucking hate that piece of shit. Fucking and then you're at the banquet. It's like. You know, you're clapping, you're giving that fake smile. Nobody does that, dude. It's so bizarre to me. Like, yeah, either either let somebody know exactly where you stand or just like 
drop the hate a little bit. It's not that serious. It's really yeah. not that serious. Like when you think about it, like what is everybody really upset about? I mean, I don't mean to to dilute it here, but like let's yeah. really like analyze it here. Like fucking Brit coasted into a, a no prop zone and AJ um exited the pattern the wrong way. Okay, like they fucked up big time. Yeah. And it they fucked from, up. Uh, absolutely. But like, look at where we're at right now. Like, we have, you know, Jim Burks responded on the aggro exploder with like paragraphs, like listing the bylaws and the P and P and 5.3 dash 2 dash. And it's like, wait, are we still talking about an intermediate competitor's flight at nationals? Yeah. <laughs> Is that what we're at nationals. right now? Not even a flight. I'm sorry. Yep. Um, uh, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> a, a ramp violation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And her, and her, um, her uh, DQ during the flight is not even talked about. That's the thing talked about the least. I know. And it's that's the only I'm one saying. done in the box. That's the, the only, only one done one in the that, box. That should have been honestly like, and I don't, I don't, I wouldn't say to disqualify, but like I wasn't there and, but I could totally be on board with that. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be talking about it right now. It, it, if it, one it was happened. to stick. It, yeah, I could see that one sticking. Yeah, and from a, um, from a matter of uh, of of you know, yeah, judgment the, during uh, the other the other one I would have I would have turned around is I would have let the kid with this with a fifty inch crack in his canopy fly. Can I tell you something? You, you remember how we were like we were talking about some scenario <laughs> and it was like a butterfly effect. Like, do you think that that because he was grounded, all of this shit happened? Like, if he was allowed to fly. And that was the biggest drama of the week. None of this would have happened. Like it would have just been everybody would be talking about the canopy guy. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Kids should never be allowed to fly anymore. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh my yeah. God. I, so I you know up. what guys, we, we need to take a breath. Can we have a nationals a we and need- a nationals B like a nationals a like, you and it so nationals a can be run by so and so and nationals b can be run by so and so and then people can pick who who they want to go to nationals under <laughs> or something. well let know. me ask you this do you, do you think that this is going to i mean on that note do you think that this kind of stuff's going to create a further divide do you think it'll break up the iac no i don't think so i don't either i, don't I think, think so. pe- there was some allusion to that uh in the exploder and it's like it's, come on guys it's not this is yeah. not the only thing breaking People up the really IC, taking it seriously. The the thing that's going to break up the IAC is is um entrance costs. So cost to yeah. cost to start doing it. You know, we talked about light coming motors and and their price increases and airplane costs. That's that's the biggest issue that's going to stop people from yeah. flying aerobatics and and entering a, an aviation related activity. Um but yeah. No, there's plenty of people that that love seeing an airplane go upside down and want to do it. It's just a matter of 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 uh, having a path that can lead them there or uh, the availability of it or knowledge. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I hope it gets better. I think it's going to get better. I think that the board has, um, has really been way too personal on their own beliefs. And I think they have to do a better job of reaching out to the membership and figuring out a communication um, platform or something to, to 
to get their feedback on what they want. I would love to tell them what I would want at nationals. And I, I know a lot of other people would, would love to go to a nationals and, and see certain stuff that's probably non-flying related or something. I think they had a questionnaire at the Oshkosh nationals on what they liked and what they didn't like. And I, and I wrote on it and I never respond to shit. And I wrote about yeah. my bicycle being taken away at nationals. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best story ever, dude. Yeah. That is um, the best story ever. I yeah, no, I, then, dude, I agree. Like we, you know, like, ask us what there's we want. not a lot ask of engagement. We well, there's not a lot of engagement. That's the thing is like, you know, how many people vote on these director positions or you know, enough. when an email is sent out or, or something's going on, like how much engagement is there? Like the, you know, um, proposal change, rule changes, uh, uh, proposals, rule change proposals, uh, um, knowns, you know, how many people actually Dude, comment on the knowns? The, the intermediate with, where they took the snap out was the big, the greatest example. You know, Mike Lentz had to plead with everybody. Hey guys, don't d- stop talking shit via text and on the Facebook group. You actually got to email in. <laughs> Dude, and look at our don't shitty get a lot podcast. of engagement. Look at our shitty podcast and how much engagement we get. Yeah. Like it's, it's not rocket science. Um, and I'm not no. saying that we're like blowing up. Like we get, we get a, for what we do, we get a ton of engagement and we get a ton of questions and messages. Yeah. And we had people find yeah. a stupid snow cone figure for God's sakes. Dude, it was in, it was in, um, the latest, uh, IAC in the loop. Yeah. It literally talked about the snow cone figure and the fly cool shit podcast. Um, yeah. which by the way, we surpassed 50,000 downloads. That's not Congrat- jump change. Congratulations. It ain't Congratulations that's to just you. downloads. That doesn't include streaming minutes. No, dude. So if you don't it, download, um, so, you're a download dick. <laughs> so it's, it's, yeah, we, we get, we, we get a ton of engagement and it's good. And, and, you know, we want to use, I really want to try to remain biased. I, I, it's, it bums me out that people I think, think that, we um, we're, we're trying to push a narrative cause we're not, I'm happy to have the other side of the argument on. Cause I, I actually understand. Um, I mean, hell we can get Aaron back on and, and we, we can talk about it. I'm happy to, but I don't um, disagree. I don't disagree with people being upset over the board with the board's decisions over. I don't disagree, but this is a, it's to me. And I wouldn't want to be Craig Fitzgerald right now. And I wouldn't want to be the jury who, I know. who got stepped on, but like for the betterment of the sport and, you know, and everything like that, I just, I think we're, we're at a, Oh, the club's at a, a membership where we need to increase numbers. And I think that I'm not going to speak for Brit cause I don't, I don't know Brit well, but I know AJ puts a ton of time into the sport. He, he put, he gives a yeah. lot of his time back. I mean, when Brit I went to, too. yeah. And like when I went over to, to Romania to do the warm up thing, you know, he didn't charge me. All I had to pay for was airfare and a hotel. He didn't, he, he wouldn't take a dime for me to let me use his airplane there, you know? And like, so like, to disqualify a guy like AJ over a pattern institute, like you can't let that stick. The guy, the guy's going to leave the sport. And then what you think that the sport's going to be the same as when it's going to be worse. And like, that's just something that, you know what, if you're a black and white rule follower, yeah, it fucking sucks. I get it. But yeah, you know, AJ is, is a valuable asset. And like, it's, I don't want to say like, sometimes you got to do what you got to do, but like, we need, I don't want to say we need AJ, but like 
He's we do he's need a AJ. Great the asset. sport needs AJ. Yeah, the sport needs and AJ. Like he's he's gonna get you know, back. He, so like, why promoting. wouldn't you want it? Yeah. Why wouldn't you want to just and like who would dude? Can you imagine like an IC member? Like, let's say the jury was like, "Hey, listen, AJ violated the pattern. It's clearly a DQ." But like, all right, let's go get AJ and beat the shit out of him or something, <laughs> or give him a big slap on the wrist. Um, but I don't want to fuck with this course because the guy's fucking training all year round. He's great for the sport, and we want IC to do well. Like, would a member go? Well, he flew well. Like, hey, AJ, AJ scores are still there. The guy, the guy fucked up with the pattern, and the tower guy was pissed a little bit. Are you not going to just like? Fuck off, Kyle. Like, yeah. no, we're not going to dis- Well, Like, you leave, Kyle, at that point. <laughs> look at uh, a good example is Goody. You know, like, Goody didn't score well. Yeah. And it was, there was no, it was devastating for all of us uh, who wanted him to do well, including himself. But there was no argument. It was, the, but it that's was our opinion. Clear. No, but like, I mean, and honestly, the, from a judge's standpoint, he, he, he like zeroed that figure and that's, that's a done deal, right? That's an easy, mm-hmm. there's no, there's no nuance to him not achieving what we wanted him to achieve with AJ. And I, it's, yeah. it's an argument. I, I, I think I it's swear, an argument. I swear on massages watches that if it was somebody who I wasn't friends with, or I, I don't agree with, with certain things, if it happened to them, I would still be saying the same thing because nobody I just, this is just me, but like nobody should be disqualified for something that isn't aerobatic flying related. Like you can't, it's so yeah. ridiculous to even say it out loud. Um, it's so ridiculous. So like, it's just, there's a, I don't say this, this is the time that we needed to do it. And and it's clearly against, not against, but cause the board, I guess did it within their bylaws, but like, I don't know. I, I, I totally, it's, there's no, well, there is a right answer, but um, it just sucks. It's it's just, it's the worst. Situ- I don't think a worse or a more worse situation could have happened at nationals. <laughs> like I don't think it could have no. went any more worse than what it did. <laughs> like what yeah. else could have happened? I don't even think somebody died short short of an think, incident or an accident would have made it better <laughs> for some people. <laughs> uh, did I just? It say really that? was. <laughs> it really was kind of a disaster. And, it, and and the yeah. fallout's worse. Uh, the aftermath of nationals is worse than nationals. In in terms yeah, of, I think what it's going to be good in the end. This is it, I really think this, it's going to be good in the end. Is how does this end? If you had to make a prediction, does it does this just get? Does this go? It, things don't change. I mean, in, in terms of, there's already been a bunch of changes, but from here on out, like no further changes. Things kind of quiet down, and, and it goes back to regularly scheduled programming. Or do you do we do we see some more? You know, like, do we see the pitchforks and, and, and torches come out and, and are we going after Jim Burke? Are we, are we calling another emergency board meeting or what do we, what, what do you think happens here? You know what the other issue I have with nationals is, and you're going to be like, aha, I didn't think about that is I feel like nationals, um, in the upper category, which is in any category, but specifically the, the unlimited and a little bit of the advanced, it's not really that. It's not like it doesn't have the weight of being a nationals. It's it's more like go to nationals so you can go to worlds. And like nationals to me, like you want to win nationals. Like you want to be the champion of the United States or 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 whatever. And like it yeah. should be more glorified. I'd love to ask like, Chapman this. It shouldn't you know, be or, or, a stepping or a stone. Yeah, it shouldn't just be a stepping stone to to go to to go to a worlds. Like a nas- to win the nationals should be a bigger than getting on a team to go to worlds. It's it's a 
unbelievable thing. And I think a little bit has to do with that with, with Rob winning 10 times in a row. Not that I get, this isn't Rob's fault. He's just a fucking amazing pilot, but like, it's like, Oh yeah, nationals, Rob's going to win again. And, and yada, yada, yada. And it doesn't have like yeah. that prestige anymore. Um, yeah. And um, that's something that I would like to see come back. Like more, more of a, like a, for whoever wins more of um, not a party, but like, celebration what's the right word here like more of a big deal well, and it, it should be when somebody wins it should national. be emphasized yeah yeah and, and it's a big deal it should be a bigger deal there should be some there should be more emphasis placed on nationals i agree with that because yeah. and it's like it, to me it's like world, oh go to nationals go to world yeah so yeah i mean because obviously a world champion is a bigger that's a bigger title than national champion but u.s national champions huge it takes it, that's a huge amount of uh, amount of weight yeah. that's, that's a big deal man it's a i big think deal. so people can be national champion not go to worlds at all and completely ride the coattails of being national champion for a long time why not why spend 40 grand no, I, absolutely. Across there you know you're preaching to the choir man i i, I can't i i'm it's hard for me to justify even doing aerobatics because I'm like, oh shit, I don't want the IAC to see because there's a stink right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. Is somebody gonna email the exploder because I'm doing loops and rolls? Um, oh my god. So yeah, yeah, it's, anyway. it's interesting, man. Yeah, well, um, I think it's gonna be it. I would love to get somebody who disagrees with the board's decision on, and not to let them change my mind, but just let them have a voice through it. So we're here, we're friendly. Promise. Mm-hmm. Come on. We know you're Please listening. Reach out. Reach out. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah I'm sitting that. in my garage right now. Oh, and God, are you being I'm, attacked by a bear? No, but I'm freezing. So <laughs> I might want to wrap this up. You got it, man. I'm going to go take snooze. So what temperature is it by you? N- no. What? what uh, so right now it is... 47 degrees and I have to okay. have the door open cause my little one's inside and I'm just, I'm paying attention to her. Um, um so it's, it's 55 it's a little here, chilly. we got a, we have a heat wave going on. It's going to be 57 that, tomorrow. That so wave. I'm going to go flying. I'm going to go flying. Dude, go fly. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah. And I might do a snow cone. I don't know. Please Let's film it. It's going. I know I should film it. Um, Hell yeah. And yeah. So, um, uh, once you, uh, Go inside and get all nice and toasty. I will do just that, and we'll uh, we'll report back on uh, um, anything, any other further de- developments. But I really do want to get. I think I want to get Gulen on because I really love his take on yeah. on the 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 fall board meeting, and I really want to talk about air racing. Um, I did see an update from World Championship Air Racing that um, they're going to announce dates for 2022 very soon. So it's <laughs> it's on. We'll see. It's crazy. I guess it's on until it's not right. Um, uh, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see. But, uh, yeah, man. Uh, and we'll, um, we'll catch, catch back up, you know, next week. Um, and we'll go from there. Sounds good, dude. Well, you have yourself a good night. I thought I saw a lot. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. It's my shitty Wi-Fi. Kill me, <laughs> oh, your Wi-Fi. Got to get you. Got to get you the the Starlink or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, totally. Well, cool. Well, if you guys all have a moment, 
head on over to liftaviationusa.com. Please do. Use the promo code FlyCoolShit. We love Lyft. Thank you so much for being a podcast supporter. Um, go buy some merch, flycoolshit.com slash merch. Big, big uh, what else on, we got, uh, dude? Shoes here. There's some gold shoes I might get. I feel like a James Bond villain with those. Do it. Do it. Freaking gold, gold member. Gold finger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> get some closeout shoes. Grab a helmet. Um, yeah, their glasses are really good, too. I love their glasses. Get some aviators. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Well, I can't wait to hear mm-hmm. about your flying tomorrow, and uh, we'll talk about it next week because I'm not doing it. Tomorrow's going to be gorgeous, but I'm I'm working, unfortunately. Yeah. Sucks to suck. Still flying for me. Yeah. Sounds yeah. like it's a you problem. It is a me problem. <laughs> I might it not is. be able to go flying. I'm also a little congested. Uh-oh. Can't shake this cold. Oh, yeah. You're still getting over your cold. Yeah. So I might just do like some straight level and like really light stuff. To be honest, because I haven't flown a snow like, cone. I don't. I don't want to do a pussy snow, snow cone. Easy. No. I want to go hardcore. <laughs> I want to make a big full bucks. send snow cone. What is? What does he say in us? That brothers. Want to get? Want to get ass? And I want to drive a Range Rover. <laughs> yeah, I'm still sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I haven't had a carb in five years. <laughs> See this shit? I lather this shit with keels in the shower. Dude, I'm not even making this up. I went to a party. Um, it was like a holiday thing a couple of years ago. And there was a fellow there. And um, I love the guy to death. He's a really cool dude. But he's a fitness fan- fanatic. Not really a fitness fanatic, but he's just like really healthy. You know what I mean? And we were yeah. talking. And he's like, I was telling him about like, you know, like I get a bagel. Every- this is when I was having like a bagel every morning. And this and that. He goes, oh, I usually have like a bagel like once or twice a year. <laughs> I just turned around and walked away. I'm like, I can't. I can't deal with can't this right talk now. To you. I can't. Yeah. I, I don't can't. even know what to say to you right now. Yeah. Clearly a glider <laughs> pilot. Clearly a glider pilot. <laughs> Somebody who hates flying the snow cone figure. Yeah. Oh my God. If you, if a glider guy flew a snow cone, I don't know. What would you do? I mean, besides. It'd be impressive. I think it's actually impossible, but I can be I proven wrong. I think yeah. it's physically well, impossible for a glider to do it. Technically, it's like a melting snow cone because of the way their wings bend. That's true. It's just yeah. stupid. Just Here's stupid a bendy wings. snow cane. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I'll, <laughs> I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> All right, brother. Fly, uh, fly safe, fly hard tomorrow, and uh, uh, we'll talk to everybody soon. Later. Thank you for listening to another episode of Fly Cool Shit. Be sure to check out our website at www.flycoolshit.com. Subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes and Spotify. Any questions, comments, or feedback, shoot us an email at flycoolshit at gmail.com. 